hoops. Mates, firstly, hoops, welcome to Captain's Call. I think uh, it's, we've done the full loop. Last time I spoke to the, the Waratah skipper, it was big Rob Simmons, but uh, you stepped in, took over Simo, and uh, what a week you had last week. We'll get into that, but welcome aboard, mate. Yeah, thank you. It was, um, yeah, look, it was great being back in the role, but uh, turned out being particularly nice with, with the result on the back end of it. I, I know Simo was stinging. Um, he got so close to, to running out there on the park on Thursday, but just couldn't quite get there. So um, that was a good week to do it again, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And mate, talk us through that shine. I saw that we spoke off air. You've been, you've been pretty lucky so far this season, but Lady Luck got the better of you. Yeah, I talked too soon. I think two weeks ago, I was strutting around going, oh, geez, you know, I haven't had a, haven't had a knock in quite a while. And um, then sure enough, right before half time, and just right on the, right on the spot, um, and I've got paper skin, it seems, around my eyebrows. So uh, they just opened straight up. Yeah. Well, OK, let's, let's go to that, that match last week because I know there's been, there's been some frustrating parts of the Waratah's season. Well, there we go. He's, he's, he's onto it. That's all right, mate. It's good. It's all part of it. And <laughs> Someone at the front door and he's trying to play guard dog, yet he, he forgets he's like that big. <laughs> I've got the biggest hearts. It's, it's, yeah. short, it's only inverse proportional, isn't it? The smaller the yeah. dog, the more yeah. He's got some ticker, that's for sure. <laughs> but like, it's been, at times, a frustrating part of Super Rugby AU. You get a glimpse of it. You've been in really tight matches where you've, you've lost at the death, so to speak. Um, and there's been times where you just haven't had to put, put in a, a poor 40 minutes. So, so how important was it to have a great result on the weekend for the team and, and what you've got ahead of you in the next sort of month of rugby? Yeah, so uh, Super Rugby AU has been a tricky one. It's been um, it's been interesting. You know, we've had uh, five games now, and our first three we were definitely trending up. You know, we ju- in the third game we just went down to at the time the Brums who hadn't lost a game um, right at the death of the game, and you know went down. But there was some really positive signs. Then we got um, we got hit pretty square between the eyes against um, the Rebels. They came out and de- dealt us a tough tough game. Um, and we sort of felt like we took a step back. So when you have a game like that, you go into a bye week. Um, gives you two weeks just to to mull over. Um, you know how 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 it could have been different. How it could have looked. Um, and you know it was a long two weeks. I, I think you know when you come go into a bye and um, you go into a bye with a loss, it's a yeah. long time until yeah. you till you're able to get back on the park and make amends. So. We're all keen to make amends, and, and you know we were able to do that there against the Reds, who um, you know had a tough week themselves. But you know yeah. we we stayed to stayed to our game, and um, we I think we showed a bit of what we've been trying so hard to get um, for for you know both in both competitions this year. Yeah, and and it's pleasing to get the result because I know a lot of hard work has gone into your preparations throughout the season. Uh, but your take on Super Rugby AU, what has it what has it been like playing, and what's it been like for you participating in Super Rugby? Uh, competition post-COVID such as this? Uh, I've, I've been really impressed. First, with the the youth, um, the energy that's coming through in the teams that are playing, the individuals within those teams. Um, it's been great. Look, I think the interesting thing is we've had the, um, what do you call the the system? I've gone, I've gone brain dead for the moment. Um, system where you have each, uh, you know, South Africa... Have conferences. Their conferences. That's it. So we, we've had that conference system for a couple of years where you play each team twice. Um, and in my opinion, they're always the hardest games for us because there's wallaby spots on the line. Um, you're trying to top your conference to get that spot in the finals. 
So they're always the biggest gains for us. And now you've just condensed it into that's all we're doing. You know, so it's been hell for leather for the duration of this comp. Um, and, you know, seeing some really, like I said, some really good young players come through. I think, you know, we've been quite lucky on the fact that, you know, dealing with COVID, as you've mentioned, we've been playing a lot out of Sydney. Um, and we're now about to go on the road a bit, which some other teams have had to sort of um, deal with. Um, and that's a new challenge in, in itself because it's a, it's a day travel, you know, um, of yeah. day of the game travel, um, which is certainly complicates things. Yeah, and, and that is something I think speaking to a lot of the captains and obviously the different teams, that travel piece, it's, it's finding, finding a rhythm and then finding, I guess, uh, and you can talk about this a lot, it's getting a routine, isn't it? And that's not a normal routine in Super Rugby because when you play away, you often go there normally, maybe at the latest a day before, but the day mm. of going up and back, trying to get the job done, getting focused, that takes a bit of, takes a bit of getting used to, doesn't it? Yeah, it does take a bit of getting used to. Um, we had it in the first round against the Reds. Uh, and you sort of, um, I mean, it was the first round, so you're just so excited yeah. to get back on the road. Um, but I, I think, you know, in that moment, just, you know, reflecting on another thing before I talk about the other stuff, but driving into Suncorp, um, you know, off the bus, off the plane, it was, um, you probably took it for granted beforehand, you know, yeah. like jumping yeah, exactly. off the domestic flight, going up to Brizzy um, and playing the Reds was sort of, you know, something I've been lucky to do for quite a few years, but it's something that you wouldn't even bat your eyelid at. It's just another week in the, in yeah. the position. But, um, you know, I think I was sitting next to Simo on the bus and you're driving to see, you see Suncorp, we're there about six hours before the game. You go, I took this for granted a bit, you know, rocking yeah, up yeah. to play at one of Australia's great stadiums and, um, you know, get to play some rugby, what we're, what we're paid to do and what we love to do. So that was cool. Um, and then, yeah, look, it's a challenge because you get to the ground where usually you can focus and you can be on from that point, you know, and, and really build your game. You're used to that. But to rock up at the ground three or four hours before when your bus would usually turn up, it yeah. just, you know, you, it, it's been a new experience for all teams. So we've done it once. We're doing it again this week when we go up and play the force in, in the Goldie at Seabus. And, um, you know, hopefully now with one, one time under the belt, it's, uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, so if you've got that time frame, man, that's, that's a point no one else has mentioned, that time before the game. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, most, most, most of the time it's normally about 90 minutes, maximum two hours before you, you, you sort of kick off, you get to the ground. What's it like filling in time? What do, you, what do you do as a team? Is it cards? Is it indoor cricket? What are you doing? Is people just, is it like all the different personalities? Some guys go over the side, have a sleep, listen to music. What's, what do you do to, to get through that time? Uh, yeah, everyone everyone did their own thing. There was a bit of games going on. Um, yeah, some guys just listening to music. You know, there's all different personalities within the team. Um, but, mate, you know how it is. So much technology these days. There's iPads, everyone's on their phone or there's speakers flying around. Um, you know, so technology's a saviour there. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's when it is good. That's when it is good. But you talk about taking it for granted, which is a really good point, isn't it? I think COVID maybe reinforced that, just how lucky you are to be a professional player and do something which you've loved doing. And I know you're never going to like talking about yourself. You never do. That's just, that's just your character, Oops. But, mate, you've been doing it for a while, as you said. And this week, I believe, is a pretty special milestone, 150. Do you, do you, do you take the helmet off and just raise the bat and then, then mark middle, middle leg again, try to get to 200? What are you doing? It's oh, such mate, an incredible achievement. Well done. I should ask you what to do. Oh, mate, I've never got to 150. <laughs> <laughs> you, what, mate, you got to about 137 tests. So. Yeah, we've, you've done past that. No, it's all right. Mate, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on 99, not out, hopefully. <laughs> so I've got one to get there just to tick over that 100. But how many super games you would have played? You would have played a truckload, right? 
Yeah, it was. It was one fifty. It's about one thirty odd. Oh, yeah, okay. but yeah, you you went past that years ago. Oops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, mate. I think a few more games probably um, probably helps us with that. But um, yeah, sorry, my dog is just annoying me. I don't know. If you That's all good. It's <laughs> hey, a little French poodle. Yeah, mate, he's not a poodle, he's a bulldog. Come on. Oh, bulldog, bulldog. sorry, French bulldog, not poodle. <laughs> Where's that come from? He's insulted. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, yeah. what's his name? Yeah, uh, George, actually. Sorry, George. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, boy. Yeah, no, so, um, mate, good name, you know, good name. Uh, I've got there Grant you go. now. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that when I showed him on camera. I should have probably... <laughs> should, have. should have introduced us formally. I should, I should. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, 150, That's it, it's come around quick. Um, even though I have, it's, it's, I think I worked out in the year, it's 10th or 11th um, super rugby season. Um, they just fly by because rugby is so ever, um, and being a professional athlete, you're so focused on, um, you know, you you play the game on the weekend, you digest it and you move on straight away to the next week so you don't get um you know a huge opportunity to smell the roses or get nostalgic on certain things and um you know you're ever moving forward so yeah i mean i, was, I found out about that about two hours ago <laughs> before i jumped on the call that that was going to be the um be the number but exciting nonetheless i think actually it should be simos as well um, which is cool because I, I think, and I could be proven wrong, I don't know, but um, last week was meant to be his. He obviously didn't play. So yeah, of course. To do it together. 300. There we go. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Special. That. <laughs> That's a special celebration. That is. Mm. I mean, and you talk about yourself and Simo, you incredible, incredible careers, incredible longevity. Um, you've had success, you've won stuff. Like it's, it, it is, it's amazing. You never have time to reflect, you're right, because you're always moving forward, you're always thinking ahead. But what, what do you think are some of the keys to having that longevity in your career? If you could put it down to a couple of things, so to speak. But no, don't, if it's more than that, let us know. What does it mean to you to, to be able to have that longevity? Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it is a few things. Um, I mean, you've got to want to do it because it's a hard game. Um, you know, it's, it's demanding on you physically and mentally. I think all, all sport definitely mentally, but rugby union physically, you are hurting yourself often. Um, just even their bumps and bruises. So you've got to keep wanting to do it. And that's not just showcased on Saturday. It's tackling your mates at training and having to, you know, improve your skills as, um, as the week and your years go on is, you know, how can I improve my tackling or my ball carrying and stuff like that? And unfortunately to improve that stuff, a lot of the time you just have to do it. And that's yeah. just a repetition. Um, so I guess, you got to want to do it and there's got to be something there for you to keep pushing. Um, and I think everyone probably has that. Um, understanding where your body, um, what and how your body best um, probably deals with certain things and how to get it in shape, yeah. get it back onto the field. Um, you know, and a lot of that is mental, but certainly understanding what treatment and stuff works, works for the individuals is key. Um, Actually, yeah, it doesn't sound like too many things, does it? Yeah. Oh, what about time away from the game? Name it. Yeah, it is. But what about time away from the game? How important is that as well? Like, that's all the stuff to get you ready. Is that important to you? Because I know well, I've bumped into you a few times in Manly when we're just, just catching up, grabbing a coffee, doing what you do. That, how important is that just to have that little bit of distance away from the game as well? Yeah, I was lucky to be uh, surrounded by some guys who really nailed that early on in my career. You know, um, Adam Ashley Cooper's come to mind. 
um, guys who, in my, who I saw uh, their ability to be super consistent um, was something that was really attractive to me. You know, the ability for these guys to, okay, um, they play a really good game on Saturday. What, how then the following Saturday comes around that they're at that same level, no matter what, you know, and um, for guys like, you know, I think Swoop always was really good to yeah. watch because for, for people to recognise him having a really good game, he had to have an amazing game because yeah. his stand was so high. It was so high, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah, so, so consistent. So when you're a player, I think that just rolls out quality on quality games. Um, you know, sometimes you, you can forget the quality of that player because they're, you know, they just do it every week. And, and Swoop was certainly someone like that among, among some other good guys, you know, other guys... Um, you know, Dave Dennis in the environment um, at Waratahs was great for an all-round personality. He was so, so, so good and a good mate of mine. Um, so, you know, ha- having to see those guys and how being on for rugby, being, you know, always sort of keeping one eye on it because yeah, of just, for me, if I go too far away, then it's, it's tough to come back. And that's not thinking about rugby. That's just more me physically. Um, in terms of eating right and stuff like that. So that, but that's something I enjoy anyway. Um, but you know, cer- certainly for me, surfing these days, mate. I tried my hand at golf. You've yeah, seen you do it golf. It's good, no, mate. Everyone's no, mate. Mate, you were very nice to me when we had that um, that day at the <laughs> range, and you're just drilling them straight, and I'm doing this short, horrendous backswing and getting them, you know, just off the tee. So I've moved away from golf, mate. It's, it's oh, no come on. <laughs> Mori Carl, you seen win yesterday? It's got to inspire you. Young 23-year-old. No, come mate. on. No, get back no. on the horse. I should. I should because <laughs> I was starting to get better. I was starting to get better. My club yeah. selection was improving. But then I'm like, you know what? I just need to stay in the surf. <laughs> no, I know. Balance it out. There's some, there's some nasty things in the surf. You, yeah. can't, you can't get eaten by a shark on the golf course. Yeah, That's just... but you can get a crocodile. <laughs> oh, true. In Africa. Well, you... Mate, there's some pretty poor players that play with two, so you could cop a ball in the back of the head if you're not careful. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, well, that's that actually leads into a bit of a that's touring and and being there. You've spoken about some of your your former teammates who had a big impact on you. You, you, you captain on the week weekends. Um, does it does it seem just like yesterday when you were one of the young players wanting to test yourself in Super Rugby, and now you're now you're you are who you are. You're playing your 150th. How important is it to pass on to some of the younger players? And just talk me through um, how they've developed within the Waratah squad. I could name a number of them. Obviously, I'm going to focus around the halves. Will Harrison, I think he's just improved as the year's gone on. But you're, you're, you train with them every day. You're around them all the time. How have you seen them evolve in terms of Super Rugby this year? Uh, look, they have a thirst for knowledge, some of those guys. So Will Harrison um, really just dying to learn learn his game, grow his game, um, and work with the players around him. Um, you know, I think Jake, who's obviously been known to known to a lot of guys, Jake Gordon, for a long time. Um, yeah, yeah. His, his, his energy to get back on the park after a long layoff was was infectious. Um, you know, and then your Angus Bell, your props, Tom Horton. Um, I could name, you know, a lot of guys. Ram. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. James Ram. John Ram. John, I keep calling him John Ram. He he could be John Ram. I call him John Ram. He's probably he as far as Yeah, you know, like, he was a guy that played thirds at Joey's at school, someone told me the other day. And then, you know, dominates on a wing on the weekend for a super rugby team. You know, that's 
credit to some of these guys want to be involved in, um, you know, Waratah and Australian rugby. So that's awesome. Um, and that's so, it was so infectious for me, highlighted so much in the COVID period. We had, when we had to, we had the layoff, we came back in a mini groups and I was lucky to be put in a group, young group. Um, you know, so we're training groups of nine plus a coach. And these guys were just chomping at the bit every day to get in. You know, we're cooking each other with pool noodles and stuff like that. And they just couldn't get enough of it. Um, So that was cool to be a part of, you know. And I guess, uh, you know, trying to pass something on, um, certainly something I would like like to be able to do in whatever capacity. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, you do it it every week. You turn up and play, mate. But just your actions speak a lot, what you expect from the playing group. But on that, like you just spoke about, we've spoken about Super Rugby AU. There's been some news just in the past 24 hours about what it may or may not look like next year. What it may look like, one, there's two options. Might involve a tra- uh, trans-Tasman or it could be just here within Australia. From a playing group, what's your, what's your take on what, what it looks like, the horizon in terms of Super Rugby? And obviously, there's another level of competition, which is international. But what we're talking about and what we're dealing with here is Super Rugby AU. What, what, what's, your, what's your first impressions of what you've heard and, and read about? Oh, I'm excited by all the options. Um, you know, we're we're a bit hamstrung by what you know. Who knows what yeah. um, six to eight months could look like? So I'm not holding my breath on anything in particular. I know that this this competition that we've been dealt this year, you know, the the Super Rugby AU was something that we had a couple of weeks run into, and now as we're starting to get into the pointy end of the competition, is getting a really good. I know a good feeling amongst the players, and then. Yeah. Um, from the result on the weekend, you know, there's a lot of buzz around um, fans of the game too and ex-players, yeah. um, you know, which was really pleasing. So, um, look, if it's if it's the domestic or if it's the, you know, trans-Tasman, um, both are very attractive, I think, for the player and the viewer. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And just from commentating and watching the games that I've televised, it's been a real... It's been some great rugby. But the Brumbies got smacked on the weekend by the Rebels. And the Rebels played just credible rugby. They were looking, in many ways, a reminding of what you were just saying earlier. They've shown some glimpses. They've been in some tight games. But they've found a bit of mojo. So that was, a, that was an emphatic victory. And you can see this, this next run, in particular your performance on the weekend, of what you did in that first half. And then we're really clinical in the second. You've got a good three-week run. You've got the force. Then you obviously have the Brumbies, which will be a big match. Then you have the Rebels who are running into some form. I've just been so impressed with the attitude and the intent from all the teams involved with Super Rugby AU, force included. They've got off to some red-hot starts and they don't go away. I think it's really brought the best out of the, the players here in Australia. Yeah, uh, I mean, just, I guess, looking at us this week against the force, we had them um, for their first game in the competition and they put it to us straight away in the first 40 minutes. Um, they're a different team now and a better team at that. Um, when we're yeah. coming up against them the second time around, and they've with a nice uh, few nice additions to their team, um, mm. playing wise, some good experience there through Great the arms and the backs. Yeah. Um, Going to be a real challenge. So you know, it, it is a cool dynamic that you do play a team when they could be completely different um, when you play in the second time around. And you know, we're, we, we've got them off a bye. Um, you know, the Reds had us off a bye the week before, which is another dynamic where you get yeah. your where you get your teams coming off um, a bye or after a long stretch of games is an interesting factor and something you probably, we, you know, you sort of have to utilise as you go into it. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? You talk about coming off a bye. I know that was the case with the Rebels. Um, well, not so much the Rebels. The, the Rebels uh, were disappointed, obviously, 
um, when they lost, oh, they didn't lose it, it was a super rugby uh, super time, super rugby super time, and it was kind of the draw. Like, no one likes that at the end mm. of it. No one likes a draw, and their learnings they had from it, and then they go into that super rugby uh, super time against the force, and then they, they lifted Issy Nicerani scores, and they carry that momentum and smack the Brumbies. But then you're, you're facing a force team, which obviously they're off the, the back of that super, super time loss to the, the Rebels. You know what it's like when you've, you've come off that loss. You spoke about it earlier. They're going to be a dangerous team this weekend, aren't they? Because you know they're so close to creating that bit of history and you don't want to be the part of the history, do you, in terms of force, the force having their Super Rugby AU win, first yeah. victory, rather. Yeah, that's right. We know they'll be chomping at the bit. We, we've got to grow in our game. Um, we understand the threats that, that the force are going to bring and, and they're going to have some stuff that we, we don't know about, you know, some stuff yeah. they will pull out of the hat as a team that, you know, um, hasn't won a game with nothing to lose, can certainly do. Um, and that's the way I, I assume they're going to attack it, you know, with the idea that it's, um, you know, there's everything to play for, like you said. And also, you know, without the unshackled, which is which is which can be very dangerous against um, certain teams and um, come unstuck against the force a few times in my career because, you know, they have a really um, yeah, strong emphasis, emphasis on taking on the Waratahs as well. Um, you know, so... We've got to grow in our game. Um, and, uh, you know, six-day turnaround into that, we, we're, we're fired up. I think it's nice that it's a six-day turnaround, the fact yeah. that okay, we can get straight back on task and get into another game and not, not sit on it for too long. And, um, you know, we're, we're into it today, that's for sure. Oh, that's good. Because I think that we always talk about it, don't we? You hear it, commentators talking about it, you hear players, coaches talking about it, that buzzword momentum. But that comes from being consistent, doesn't it? And you just want to get in that nice, consistent habit of preparing well, but then executing on a week-to-week basis. Otherwise, it becomes a frustrating horse to keep jumping aboard. I think that's what Super Rugby always has done, but particularly, I think, Super Rugby AU with this really condensed, and it's a sprint, isn't it? It really is a sprint. You've got pretty much a month of round games to, to jostle to get yourself into that finals. So it's, it's about being consistent and, and being really dynamic over this next month of rugby, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean... For us, we were at the halfway mark. We go, we go four games by, four games by, and then finals. Um, so we hit that four, four game mark into our buy, and you know, one win and a couple of close losses, bonus point losses, and a and a bad loss. And we're like, if we don't start making some, you know, shaking the tree a bit here, we're going to miss yeah. out. And it's only half, you know, it's four games into the season. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were we were we were good enough to get um, put ourselves back in the mix now and and be in control of our own destiny. And that's, you know, as any team would want, want to be um, going into the last few rounds is, is in control um, where it's, you know, on, on the back of our own performances, we can, we can dictate our future. Yeah, it's true. And I think, I think the rugby spectators have really enjoyed it from what I've, what I've been, been seeing and hearing uh, around, around the traps because, because of that. And more importantly too, the law changes. Like I think there's been some really positive law changes on both sides of the ball. You've played in it. Obviously, you were a skipper last week. What's your take on the law changes in Super Rugby AU? Uh, well, I mean, we, we stuffed one up last week. so um, <laughs> but, but apparently, it didn't even change for this competition. But um, Jack, we're doing a pick and drive. And for, ever since I've played rugby, you can score on the post. Yeah, it's oh, changed. It has. Yeah, and, and George, he's, yeah, George. He's, he's lost his ball. And there's <laughs> sorry. And uh, he's... Um, yeah, Jack's picked it up and put it straight in the post. And we've sort of gone like, okay, try time. Um, 
And the, the all the Reds players knew that was, um, you know, knew it wasn't a try. So uh, they've all gone, no try, no try. And we're like, oh, God, you know. And then we had a laugh about it later. Luckily, the game wasn't on the line. But, um, yeah, just a little we've, – we've made a couple errors there. Um, you know, the dropout's been cool. I've liked that. Yep. I think that's kept the ball in play. Um, Hasn't it? It certainly yeah. has. Yeah. Um, and also puts a lot more, you know, it, it, it rewards good kicking. So some teams yep. – you, you put it deep and it just rolls into the into the um, in goal and they have to have to work it out of there. They can't just put it down, go to 22 and get a reset. So um, I quite like the fact they brought in that tactical kicking stuff. Um, yeah. Rebels used it really well last week against the Brumbies. Really clever. Really clever I think, stuff. I think, I think Matt Tamur brought that rule in for himself. So that's <laughs> so exactly. You know, he's been pretty big on that. Um, and he's making it work for him. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a really it's a positive rule because then, as you said, if you're the attacking team, you know you're getting you're going to get the restart, even if you can drop it out 60 meters, which is that's a great restart. You're still going to be carrying the ball well and truly into the uh, defensive team's side of halfway and ready to play. So there's no let up. It really keeps the ball in play and promotes positive rugby. That's what I've loved about it too. Yeah, have you found the rule change is good? Yeah, they have. And again, it's rewarding not kicking for the sake of kicking, but really smart kicking. It forces the back three back. I spoke with this with Matt Tamur. So the back three have to be prepared. They don't want to get 50-22s or 22-50s against them because you're giving the ball back. But it also then promotes the ability to play. So you can exit with the kick, which you can also exit using the ball in hand, which I think has been a nice mixed strategy and people backing themselves a bit. Conditions play a bit, have a, have a fair bit to do with it, don't they? Because they do change. Matt Tamur said it last week. Like you might start the game and, and, and it's a little bit damp and greasy, but by the time the what is it, the Leichhardt fog comes in or whatever it is, it gets it gets damp and it becomes like with the rugby. So you have to make those adjustments and that might be kicking. How do you how do you use the ball in hand? Now I I've, I've found it been, I've, I've found it really interesting seeing how everyone's adapted to those new laws. Yeah, it's been good. The fifty twenty two one's been funny because you forget so quickly where the ruck originated from. So sometimes we've run into to the lineouts going, yeah, it's our ball, it's our ball back. And they're like, no, no, no. Um, you brought it back in and then you kicked it in. Um, so the refs have, you know, had their work cut out for them to get it right because we, we certainly haven't got it right a lot of the time. But um, we're getting close. You know, we've, we've had a couple payoff for us. And, you know, buzzword momentum, that's a huge momentum when you can, you oh. know, just get a get a... 30 plus meter advantage of um, you know gain off a kick and get the ball yeah. back um, yeah. the set piece which is often inside the 22 really hard to defend so um, that's been cool no it's been good well I know I know you've got you've got a very busy busy through few weeks ahead uh, starting with the force and, and as I said get some consistency it's been great to see you guys back on back in the winning circle oops and congratulations on your 150th I know there's many more in you and uh, I believe, I, I think we've covered off and everything on the captain's call. And I believe you need to go feed George, George the guard dog, the French bulldog. Yeah. They, say the, they say dogs look like their owners. There's a bit yeah. of French. Is Hooper French? Yeah, he's, his face is pretty squished <laughs> and mine's getting that way these days. So, um, yeah, probably right. And he's small. So, um, yeah, no, he needs to go for a walk. He's just going to be dancing because he needs to go for a walk. But uh, I'll take him down soon and... He'll be right. <laughs> I'll better let you get to duties, mate. Thanks for taking time out for the captain's call hoops. Good luck this weekend and the remainder of the tournament, mate. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your time. Cheers, hoops.